Welcome to Storytelling. This week, we have the pleasure of welcoming back Clinton Jordan, a captivating performer who has graced esteemed audiences, including influential figures such as UK Prime Ministers and esteemed royalty, including the late Majesty the Queen. Clinton's diverse talents encompass professional singing, motivational speaking and education. Throughout his career, he has graced the stage alongside renowned artists like Mariah Carey, Celine Dion and the late Tina Turner among others. His magnetic presence has also been showcased on various international TV networks. Furthermore, he is a vocal arranger for the choir sensation The Kingdom Choir, who performed live on TV to over 2 billion households for the Royal Wedding in 2018. Recognising his outstanding leadership, his educational workshops have garnered him the prestigious Jack Petchy Award. In this episode, we provide an update on his mission to activate one million voices. Clinton, welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Clinton, you have been the busiest person ever. What have you been up to? Uh dear. Oh, you know what? It's amazing when you change one word. I'm going to come back to that one word thing, but it's amazing when you change one word in your description of what you do. And one word can open up so many different places and spaces and we've just been in and out of the country, really on our mission, which is to activate one million voices. And then when you say it from your chest and mean it, people listen. And it's just been an absolute whirlwind of a journey. We've been France, Poland, Dubai, being up and down online, doing things like with yourself and building new content. Singers podcast is back. That's been amazing. It's just been an absolute journey, an absolute wild ride, and which I'm really, really, really grateful for. So, Clinton, what is the one word? That's what I'm curious about. Activate. Just activate. Yeah. So I've got everything around it. I, I played around with this word years ago and when we was in education. We created a program called Voice Activate, and that was fantastic. Um, but this, I just brought this word back again, you know, I'm not a vocal coach, neither am I a motivational speaker, although I straddle between those two worlds. I'm just a person that wants to activate people's voices. And because I've just led with that front mission, changing that word, we have been fortunate to really express this mission. I, I put that word in activate corporate we're able to do that now we've said activate one million voices and slowly but surely we're still on this journey people are coming from different areas all over the place all over different continents and um it's been just amazing it's been just absolutely brilliant to be able to serve people that wouldn't ordinarily come and sing can you just yeah. explain for the average person, because I've been on one of your online courses and mm -hmm. 
not many people realize that you really do have a global following. Can you explain to everyone what does it feel like? What does it look like? Sometimes I have to pinch myself to look where we've come from. 2006 onwards, we were in schools, we were in education, and that was absolutely brilliant. By about 2013, I sat in the car park. We had 15 schools. We had gone through about 40 staff in the span of about is it 10 or 12 years. And I sat in the, the car park and I said, okay, we need to move into something else. I just had this itch that I needed to scratch. And that was to move around the world. And this, no word of a lie, Debbie, the song that kept coming in, <laughs> keep coming in my head was, I like to teach the world to sing and furnish it with love. Just the, the silliest kind of nursery rhyme time of song. But as this song kept playing on in my ears as I was in education, it's like, there was like an orchestra playing behind it in my head and it was getting more and more intense. And I'm using that as a metaphor, a real life metaphor. It's like, no, you need to really take this to a global thing. At first I was very, very nervous about doing that because having, let's call it a placement where you're working in and taking this thing from being in one or two or three or 15 places to taking it to everywhere absolutely everywhere. And so I decided to say, all right, we're going to move on the premise of let us help people find your voice. That's our strap line. Let me help you find your voice. And because I've left that open, I've not said we're going into companies and we're going to be doing team building, or I'm going to be doing this for someone to help them increase their range, or I want to give this person the ability to sing a song because we've just left it open and said, let me help you find your voice. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I've been on this journey pursuit of what does it mean for people to actually be activated in their voice? What does it mean for them? It might mean on one day, someone just learning a portion of a song because they have poor memory because they're elderly and they want to activate their memory through sound, through song. It might mean that I'm working with a COO or a CEO or a senior member of a company and because of sonic impact trauma from their childhood where they were told that they could not sing or they could not speak well or they they got a tinny voice that they've come to one of my workshops or one of my online courses and they're like, you know what, Clinton? I've just found my resonance Mm. and I now know I can take this into the boardroom and feel like I feel when I'm emailing people, which is quite a lot of the times people have a different persona when they're emailing people as to when they speak because they can orchestrate a one-way traffic tone and then they can portray themselves in a different way than what they sound like. And so we have people saying, oh my gosh, I found my resonance. I don't sound like that when I'm in the boardroom or I don't sound like that when I'm doing a presentation. It could be a person that goes back to their doctors after doing the 30 days to find your voice program and they go back to their doctors and the doctors say, you're on the wrong blood pressure tablets. Mm. And they say, what do you mean by that? Your blood pressure is now low. What have you been doing in the last two months? Oh, I've been on this course and we've been looking at singing through breathing. And they were, oh, well, that would explain it. That's something that would definitely help bring your blood pressure down. And just having these really crazy, 
you know, this this amazing feedback that comes back from people from all walks of life, Debbie, is a real, real amazing feeling to have. Um, so I've got people from all different spaces and places, all different races. It's brilliant to be able to service people. And that's why I find it very hard to pigeonhole this thing into one space. I'm not a vocal coach. I'm not a, uh, a motivational speaker. I'm not a person that deals with choirs or I can do all of those things, but I'd rather just hold this mission statement and make this mission statement very potent. And this saying has never left me. If your why is big enough, your W H Y, if your why is intense enough, if it's passionate enough, if it's inflamed enough, then your how H O W will follow the mechanisms to be able to d- develop your your thing. And I'm not even just talking about what I do. This is maybe for someone out there that what they do. Your how will follow, your H-O-W, the mechanisms will follow. And me being dyslexic, I like play around with words, your how turns into W-H-O, your who, your who. And, and when the how is service through people that come, we've had people that have said, look, I love your mission. We want to help. I want to help. In what way can I help? And I've had people from different skill sets come along and say, we want to help you do your mission. Can I help you do this? Can I help you do that? I'm a lawyer or I'm in marketing or we've had just so many different things. And so I really feel blessed in that fashion to be able to do what I do from Sweet Old 2013 to building online courses. We're in season eight of 30 Days to Find Your Voice. We're actually in day 12 right now. And this cohort needs a bucket of water. They're on fire. <laughs> They're just doing so well. And we're about to launch season nine because some people couldn't make season eight. They were like, oh my gosh, we can't make season eight. Can you tell me when season nine is? So we're having to speed things up. And I'm going to have to bring in some people now because I can't manage this by myself. I've spoken too much, Debbie. It's <laughs> absolutely amazing. And one of the feedbacks from the last podcast, which was very popular, was that someone wrote in to say it really resonated with them because they thought their voice didn't fit in society. Yeah. And that only resonated after hearing you speak on the last podcast. Wow, wow. I think it just demonstrates how important your mission is, really helping people to find a voice so that they feel as though they have an active role, an active part to play in society, in activating their voices so that they can speak up about what's important to them. Yeah, I mean, it's the one thing that we're not taught, we're not educated on how we use the sound that we produce on the time and pitch axis through the four components of the voice. We're not taught about how to work out from the inside. We're taught about how to build the outside, whether it's how to build more muscles, if it's about building legs and butts and tums and and standing straight and facade and clothes and makeup and eyes and all of the haircuts and all those things. We're taught all of those things to build up on out the outside. But when we actually work out from the inside, we find this, this confidence that we develop is far more sustainable. It's far more outlasting than the outside because when you start from the inside, it works out on the outside. 
like I said, all it takes is for someone to be on this podcast and listen to one word that you and I have said, and it ignites something different in their lives. And the real punchline, and I had to I had to think about this for a long time, the real punchline of what I do, and even just from, from what I deliver of myself, building the confidence of what I do, is a journey. And one of the punchlines that I, I, I'm, I'm really delivering from my my mission statement is is relentless repetition reaps rewards relentless it's the four it's my four r's relentless repetition reaps rewards you can't reap any rewards unless you relentlessly repeat on your on your mission you take it over and over again you adjust as you're going along obviously you don't want to repeat bad habits and stuff like that but you adjust as you go along decide quickly decide to go i'm going to do that again let's run that again let's run back back again let's run it but it's slightly different let's do this this way and there's so many people that have dreams and and goals and visions that uh, visions and ambitions that don't want to run it back because someone told them that it's wrong or someone said that this is this or someone told them that it's that but have not listened to inside themselves with that itch that they got a scratch so for me if anything i can i can really say on my my podcast is because people are lacking patience with themselves and so they don't know how to activate that relentless repetition on something that they desire because they don't have the patience and you know and when when you don't have the patience with yourself it doesn't it doesn't allow you to see an outcome through i'm you know i'm 20 years in the making of of this particular thing i could have been an artist i could have been a a star i had all those opportunities but i chose this route because there was this this route was as a bigger itch to scratch to see people feel good rather than me being on the stage being adored and adulated by a whole lot of people singing songs i can sing songs if i want to but this for for some reason i saw more benefit in doing this thing and i feel so great about it especially when day after day you receive people saying you know what clinton this feels so good that it's it's worth more than a thousand applauses it really is and so if anything I can say with people, relentlessly repeat, relentlessly look at what you have inside of you, take inventory of yourself. What is it that in your life mission is, what is in there that inside of you that is yet to come out? It might take this, this relentlessness. Sometimes, you know, life just wears us down. We've discovered that through COVID, so many people got worn down because they just thought this is it but some people got reignited and it's important that we just take inventory take inventory on ourselves. what can i do what can i do what can i give my best shot at and is it worth the shot to doing that so yeah it's singing is using my voice singing it's, it's really just the tool it, it's a tool it's it's one of the things that i use but around it i think that the punchline is how far can we push ourselves? How much can we test our limits? And that's really it, you know? I so totally agree with you because it is about the patience. It is about mm. holding your nerve and seeing things through. If you think it's going to happen overnight, then you're going to be severely disappointed. 100%. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example because I'm just two episodes away from my 100th podcast mm. episode. And that's taken a lot of persistence, 
a lot oh, yeah. of drive, a lot of determination, but a lot of passion as well. I really enjoy what I'm doing. And having that self-motivation to actually see it through. And I think that's what it is, having the patience and self-motivation as well. Yeah, listen, it also goes in hand. I leave this written on my kitchen wall for my kids. Relentless repetition reaps rewards, but also persistent patient produces peace. At the end of it, when you're persistently patient, not only with yourself, but others, when you can reset the clock and build those patient muscles there's something that is produced out of it that allows you to bring outcomes and results it may not come straight away but the result that you get later on from being patient from waiting and and moving and acting and waiting and moving and acting and being relentless at the same time just by having the result of it you can then say it was worth it you have that aha moment you have that exhale moment You have that moment where you're like, God, imagine if I didn't do this, I'd have been still on the roundabout, but now I've done it. Now I gave myself the time. Now I gave myself the permission. I'm so glad I did it because if I didn't, what would have happened? I would have not had this outcome. And I just think patience is a superpower. It's the difference between cooking a baked potato in the oven and one in the microwave. I'm not from the microwave generation. I'm I'm from the oven generation. And there is a massive difference when you eat a baked potato in the oven rather than in the microwave. Uh, We had to wait for a long time for that potato to be baked. But trust me, when that potato was baked, it was worth the wait. And I think that there is power in patience, which the world is losing, whether it's through the second shorts, whether it's through the Instagram shorts or the TikTok. Information is fast and quick now. And so because it's fast and quick and an abundance, and we no longer have to retain information, we just have to retrieve it. It's no longer a retention issue, but it's a now an attention issue. Because that's one of the most valuable commodities on the planet, which is our attention is it no wonder that we are all inheriting a attention deficit in our daily lives because of the devices that we are using? And so to relentlessly repeat something, to be skillful at something, or to be determined at something, to be motivated, our motivations eroded because the distractions of the life that we have cause our attention to be at a deficit. And so we have to sometimes shut down stuff, lock down stuff, move away stuff. But when we start to do that sort of thing, we start to bring the best out of ourselves. What the premise of what I do is about lifestyle, is about being focus-driven. People get so many different things other than singing, and I think that's why people hang around to see what other benefits singing has. Hmm. What is next for you? Because we know you've got lots in the pipeline. So we're going to be doing a lot more online for the next few months. We're just doing the 30 days to find your voice. As I said, series nine, we're preparing for our series. This is going to be in November. I'm expecting an amazing turnout for this one. We're also going to be launching a new program called Studio Vox. And that's going to be for the people that are in locality to myself. It's going to be a live event at St. Anne Studios for people that want to bring the best out of their voices on recording. But also some people that have not had the opportunity to hear themselves in a clinical environment. It's for people that want to listen back and understand why they have a disconnect to 
their voice. And I'll tell you right now, one of the small things which we're going to be opening up is actually one of the premises of, of Studio Vox. And that is because of the way we listen. We listen from a number of different perspectives. First of all, we have our internal thought, our internal sound, shall I say, from our mind's ear, mind's eye, mind's mouth. And that is where if I say something, a phrase, and let's say it didn't sit well, um, our body becomes heightened, but we replay in our mind and it becomes intensified. And that's with our mind's mouth and our mind's ear we listen with. So we're using that constantly. We also hear a sound inside of us through our cavities, whether it's our body was resonating in our body, our inner ear is listening. And then we actually have the actual sound that's coming through the four components of our voice. Now, the funny thing is, is that when we're recording our voice, the sound that's actually recorded is the actual sound that's coming through the four components of our voice. But the internal sound of our thought voice is not being recorded neither this vibratory sound that's inside our body because we're hearing it from the inside. So when we go to listen on a recording device, whether it's on a a vlog or a podcast like this, we have a very strange relationship with the voice that's recorded because we're like, no, that's not what I heard when I was saying it. (laughs) But that's all that's recorded. You're taking away the internal sound and you're taking away the sound, the perceived sound inside your head. And all you're left with is the raw sound. So people have a very strange connection with their voice. They go, oh, my voice sounds too tinny or my voice sounds a bit funny here. It's because certain elements are not going to the recorded device. And so in Studio Vox, we're going to be looking at that for singers that want to and for people that want to sing for them to hear their sound. So those are the two things that are coming up. We're also going to be launching a new online exercise, which is going to be by way of subscription. And this one I'm really, really excited about. It's going to have thousands of exercises by the time I finish, or shall I say it's going to be ongoing. And those thousands of exercises of people that want to improve their pitching, want to have a relationship with melody. It's going to be an encyclopedia of exercises from very simple exercises all the way down to complex exercises but you you grow with the whole library of exercises and they're going to be short ones that you can play from your phone devices or any device that you have and you just grow with those exercises and um, that subscription is going to be very affordable for people that just want to practice in the, the comfort of their own home or spaces and places. So that's what we're dealing with online. I've got some overseas events that I'm going to be doing and some corporate events that are coming up also throughout the year. Those are private events, but the online is where it's at for now. And then stay tuned for the later part of the year where there will be some live events also, but I can't announce them yet because they are boiling they're on the stove, <laughs> as it were. If anyone listening wants to join me at one of the studio events, then please go to Clinton's website. And I'm really looking forward to the live events that's coming out. That's going to be exciting. Wow, brilliant, brilliant. Can I do a quick plug? You may also. Do. In our mission to activate one million voices, yes, we are going to activate one million voices. Please help us and celebrate with us by joining on to our free gift which is on my page, clintonjordan.com, all the W's, and go to the section where it says free gift, and I am giving away 
one of my online courses, which is the Vocal Workout Volume 2. Normally, you'd have to pay for it, but all you do is sign up and you get to use the Vocal Workout Volume 2. The tap has been turned off and you can just instantly press free gift, sign up and be a part of our online community where you get to share with my live Facebook page as well as the exercises of videos. There's tons of exercises on there. It's called The Power of Song, and it is to be used in your four places of power. Sign up, and I'll tell you about that in my online course, and you will join me also sometimes live too. The Power of Song free gift is there readily available. Go and get it now. (laughs) Clinton, thank you so much for coming back and being a guest on the podcast. Wonderful. For further information, then please follow links in the show notes. 